Hello Runners, I am Steve Corey, one of your occasional co-hosts of the Trail Runners Association of Hong Kong podcast. Not to be confused with Steve Phoebe or Steve Brammer or Steve Carr or Steve Ellis or Wong Ho Steve or... So we're midsummer, not too much happening in Hong Kong recently in terms of trail running. In terms of following what's been going on, the main event in the last couple of months, of course, was the 2023 World Mountain and Trail Running Championships. Unfortunately, Hong Kong only had four runners participating. Uh, The Trail Runners Association of Hong Kong did try to lobby the Hong Kong Amateur Athletics Association to send more, but one must wonder if they really have trail running at heart. But anyway, some great performances by the Hong Kong runners and what really struck me following that event online was just how stunningly beautiful the course around Innsbruck in Austria was. Certainly an area to add to the bucket list for overseas running trips in the future. Back in Hong Kong we have had one short event recently, the V10 Dutch Lane by the organisers of Victoria 162, an 11k race at the beginning of July. And good news, there are some other short races coming up, some afternoon events in fact. We have the Three Ball Trail Series, one race in mid-July, one in August, one in September, organised by Action Panda. It's great to see some new events being added to the trail running calendar in Hong Kong. Not much else coming up until end of September. We then see an old favourite coming back, the return of Green Race with their Immortals event around Plover Cove Country Park in Pat San Leng, beautiful part of Hong Kong for a race. There's three distance options there, the longest 33k, so perhaps still quite a warm run for that time of year but uh, good training for the season coming up ahead. Just one week after that, 1st of October around the holiday, we have the return of Dark 45, this year organised by the Peak Hunter and on the same weekend we have both the Coros 50 and 100. So quite early in the season, If you want to tackle a 100k race, if you're planning to do that, I hope you're in training already. Other races then come thick and fast. One week after that, 7th and 8th of October weekend, we have the Golden 100 race 2, 45k race. Lantel 2 Peak, an old favourite from Action Asia. Following week, the return of another old favourite, Moon Trekker. Uh, the race which many people love to join. If you're not signed up for that one, it's probably too late. That will be a sellout for sure. And then after that, other events coming thick and fast. It looks like we have a full season of trail running coming up in the next winter, just like we used to have in the good old days. So a lot to look forward to. In the meantime, in today's podcast, I'm delighted to be 
talking to an upcoming local star, Jeremy Young, about a race from the previous season. His magnificent exploits in the last Hong Kong 100 back in February, where he was the top local runner. By local runner, I mean runners born and bred in Hong Kong. So that's enough from me. Let's get on and listen to Jeremy, who tells us about his trail running career to date and gives lots of tips and tricks for how to run a successful Hong Kong 100. So let's hear from Jeremy. So today I have Jeremy Young with me. So Jeremy had a superb Hong Kong 100 earlier this year. Jeremy, I understand you were the first born and bred local runner to finish the Hong Kong 100. So congratulations on that and thanks for joining us. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you for inviting me, Chris. As this, yes, this um, Hong, recently Hong Kong 100 should be the first Hong Kong Hong Kong people when they complete the race in 2023. Well done. That's an amazing effort. So I'd like to talk through your Hong Kong 100 race a little bit later. But first, would you like to just give people uh, a bit of a self-introduction? Yes, I'm Jeremy. I'm born and raised in Hong Kong and now 30 years old. Actually, I've finished um, more than 100 ITRA race now. I really enjoy running, running for the long ultra distance from the short distance 20 kilometers and for up to the 100 miles i also complete a few one now i'm also have planning to have some some overseas races and also have some overseas races experience and finish utmb before so that's my brief introduction thank you jeremy yes uh, at 30 your best is perhaps yet to come so i think we can call you an up-and-coming runner so <laughs> i so. did notice I did notice on Itra you run a lot of races. Do you just try and enter as many as you can? Um, I think partially yes, especially recently in the during the COVID nineteen period, I joined really a number of virtual races because without any physical races, I want to have some more personal training and also have a become more flexible time. I can join more virtual races, depends more on my schedule. Sometimes maybe you can finish in weekday or sometimes even finish at night. And before I also try to plan to have some regular races as a, some part of the training. And of course, some of the races would be my focus. So I, I really enjoy to participate in some physical race, especially after we have resumed all the no more physical restriction. So I really enjoy to join more races, especially in last year and this year. Excellent. So would you say your shorter races are actually part of your training for longer, bigger races? Yes, part of it, especially just like in this year, I also joined a number of 20 something kilometers and then also training for some 100 kilometers. And also I finished 100 miles in Victoria 162 this year. It's also part of my plan to joining some shorter race and then also prepare for the longer race. Great. So tell us, how did you get started in trail running in the beginning? Um, I think I start with my secondary schoolmate in 2013, actually some long hiking. I just long hiked with my friends over the Christmas. We spent three days to finish the Macalos trail just around 30 something a day 
and then I start enjoy to have some long hiking first. And then from 2014, I start to join some road running race from 10 kilometers or around 10 kilometers. And but I think because it's physically fit, I still can easily handle it. And then and then eventually I just find that, oh, there's some races in for longer distance and also from the trail running. That is the 2014, I joined the Cyclone 50. This is my first ultra and also the first trail running, official trail running race. This is a quite challenging for me. And I almost spent around 10 hours to finish the first 50 kilometers and also start to have some longer distance race. But it's, yes, of course, it's starting from the high, long hiking, but and adding some mileage and become have some trial of the 50 or even more distant running. So I understand around a couple of years later, around 2006 or 2017, mm. there was a really a jump in your performance. So maybe in the beginning, you were a midfield runner, but I think the Hong Kong once eight half was your first top 10 around that time so what was different from before were you just training a lot more or getting stronger i i think both but first i have tried to have some come after complete the first 50 kilometers race in 2014 i just finished the trail rocker with my friends and then actually just walk it's 31 hour and then i just also finished and transplantal it's not a really not an amazing result but i start to enjoy and then to try to for more ultra 100 kilometers distance and eventually i have more experience in the for the trail running at least i can just better use my pole and i have a little bit more technique and then for the first result of as the yes hong kong 160 at the half made the first time to get a category award with the overall top 10 this is the first time award a little bit poke in progress but i think it's from the longer distance i finished free 100 kilometers from at, the, at that moment and then have the better speed and the result and a little bit stronger right and then in 2018 you participated in utmb and you finished it so well done mm. because you're still quite an, a, a newish <laughs> trial runner <laughs> so tell us a bit about your utmb experience in 2018 oh actually i've already got the lottery in 2017 one year before i got the lottery but my my daughter gave birth so i just withdraw the opportunities in 2017 i just give and finish free 100 kilometers and i have got and then the old system is the 15 points and then i in 2018 i got the opportunity again i get in the lottery again so i really treasure that opportunities i know oh this year i must complete it and finish it during the preparation i think i finished even more um, 100 kilometer races i also finished the first 100 miles it is utmt in 2017 and i have the really clear target that is because it's quite a cost of a course and then i will go with my wife and my little daughter so i must finish it instead of really uh, chasing some results or some points no but my target is I need to finish it. So the training is a little bit different. I more train on the endurance and then for the mileage, I also gradually increase. Maybe in 2016, 17, I do not run really regularly, maybe less than 300, maybe less than 300 a month with 300 km a month. But before that, for the UTMB, I start to have run a little bit more and that you to have some long sessions and then also sort of for um, for the road running and then also to visit the time shine for some attitude gain 
And then for the UTMB, so my strategy is run slowly, especially for the Hong Kong weather in summer, it's very hot. When I go to the France, it's really cold. For 2018, it's really a cold year for the UTMB. So I enjoy running and try to not making myself sleepy and then just actually not run, walk with my friends, walk with my Hong Kong, other Hong Kong peers, and eventually just finish it. I think I has good opportunity to also have a lifelong experience for the sense and also it's really enjoy. Um, it's not, it's a really a, a remarkable achievement for at that moment. It's 2018, I'm not really a good pace for at that moment, but I finish it. At least I can tell others, I finished 100 miles at UTMB. So if that was your first 100 miles, I guess you made uh, good use of the checkpoints and really enjoyed the experience. Yes, really enjoyed it. So is that a target race to go back to perhaps? And maybe, maybe a little bit longer, maybe because there's so many races in Europe now, especially I've had maybe some new more target or even join TDS and other series uh, and other race uh, part of the UTMB. Right, there is a lot to choose from. So it was around 2018, I think you had your first win as well, which was in a 20K race, the Hong Kong 6820K version. So tell us a little bit about that. How was crossing the finish line, winning a race for the first time? Yes, and after the UTMB, my strategy changed a little bit and I spent more time on the speed session and I hope that to run faster and shorter. And then Hong Kong 168 is the 20 kilometers is the first to achieve in the first place in in the ITRA record. I think it's really amazing and it is still, I still remember it. And then I need to run at my own pace and also try to try to handle it and then without and also have some volunteers of cheer myself and then i from that after afterwards i really more enjoy on the running part even not just like utmb i spend walk and then have the endurance and then i need to just and try to ensure that i finish it and then afterwards i think after 2018 my strategy changed a little bit i hope that to and achieve a little more in trail running so did that first race win change your confidence or self-belief? Did it show to yourself that you could do it? Yes, definitely. Definitely, I know, okay, oh, my standard actually is, is okay at least. And I can become more competitive with my peers, other Hong Kong runners, and I also can achieve more and then can have a better result. Actually, I still see the progress after 2018, finish a long race, and then my results still going up. So then you had lots of regular top 10 finishes. So I could see on your ITRA record uh, and people listening will recognize some of these races. So top 10 in the New Year Northeast Mountain Race, the MSIG 45K at Bremer Hill, the 50K of Victoria 162, uh, a race in Guangzhou as well. And yeah, uh, So what was your besides just the self-belief and confidence were you doing anything different with your training at this point yes i start to run uh, much more than before and before the utmb i run maybe 300 kilometers a month but afterwards in 2018 i also changed my little plan i also run to to work and then back home actually it's around at least we have i have the regular running 
and Eve and I changed my plan and then have run start to run during lunchtime. And this is the really a big change for the for the for the exercise and then the training plan because I start to have some more regular running instead of some one long session over the weekend. This really changed and to have some more speed session and also have become stronger for my running. I go more for the shorter but faster training and then this has made me a little bit stronger and then change my habits and then more enjoyable running. So it sounds like did you have a more scientific training plan at this point like you deliberately had uh, speed runs for example versus I don't know hill repeats whatever? Yes beforehand because I just mm, correct beforehand I think I just randomly just joined some race and then have some short run session but do not have much idea about how can I train better but afterwards after finish some maybe a little bit great result for the race I start to have some more training plan to work regularly and then have some small milestone, small milestone for the which kind of race that is I want to achieve more and I beforehand I need to have some rest and also speed session I have some more over plan for this so were you self-coached or did you have a coach and actually more self-coached but I also joined and um, one whole chunk class, the P Hunter in 2018. And um, but subsequently I more focus on my self-coach by myself. Great. I think that takes a lot of personal dedication. So well done. So you also finished second in UTMT, uh, which is Ultra Trail Time Oshan, for those not familiar, in January 2020. So just before COVID started. Mm. Was that your second time doing UTMT or was and your second miler perhaps? This is the, the first should be because to the second UTMT and then I finished one UTMB once. And yes, I think because it's the result in second place in the UTMT is quite surprising. I also do not think of before the race start. I just want to have some better result because since 2017, that version, I'm not really a good place and then try to get used to, to have more endurance part. But the 2000, 2021, I really tried my very best and then have suffered a lot because I've run too fast in the first part. I think this is, is also an, a remarkable experience for myself because and for a mauler, I the strategy is not really good. And then the, for the second part, it's really used up my all my energy. And then I, for the... I still remember from the last uphill to go to the grassy hill. Actually, grassy hill, so I think most of us have been before, but I really can't, can't walk so well, even using the pole. So I think that's have the real experience for myself. I need to have how to control for racing for 100 miles. But of course, the overall result is a little bit surprising, but also is so happy to have the second place for the UTMT. That's a very backloaded course as well. I think the last 40K is like Kai Kung Leng and the back of Tai Mosha. Yes, exactly. And then have some some small session on the yin arm. Yes, and then there's, we have so grassy and then it's so difficult to go downhill and then finally need to have still, still have to climb to the grassy hill before head to fall time. So you must have cut a few hours off your 2017 time. Yes, I think I think that experience helps a lot. At least I what I know what expected is going going on. I know the is what the uphill is going now, and then how much is remaining. 
and then the experience really helps to uh, shift and then have become pace more more smoothly. So it was a shame for a few of us just around that time. I think you and I were both building momentum in our running, but then COVID hit. So I know you mm. did join a lot of virtual races, mm. um, but that we can perhaps then skip forward to this year's Hong Kong One Hundred um, mm. after perhaps the first long ultra, which was kind of back to normal. I guess. Yes, exactly. Mm. So was this uh, a deliberate? target race for you to do well in this year's Hong Kong 100? I Before the race go ahead, because it's just one week after the Hong Kong Marathon, I also joined it. And of course, as it's less than three hours to get 10,000 Hong Kong dollars for the award. And, for, and then subsequently, the next week is the Hong Kong 100. I think Hong Kong 100, because we have the experience for the virtual race two years, I also joined to both, both of the flexi for the Hong Kong 100. And now the route is so familiar and then also the way that helps a little bit for me because I'm the person that not really get familiar with the kit. Some some runners in all overseas or even the local runners is not so good for running in a hotter weather and even in the February is hotter than expected. I think that day is a little bit hot and also I'm familiar with the route and I understand that oh the what is the going up or going down and also have some good training beforehand. That is the road running. Because Hong 100 in the first half is made a little bit more flat row from the East Dam to the Yongshu O. There's also all, all of the flat row. And then afterwards, I could get my pole and then using my strategy that, okay, just go smoothly and try and don't stop. And then you need to have a really constant space, which is the training from the virtual race. That is, is a really learned a little bit more and because you need to pace on your own self. In the virtual race, there are no other runners with you. And then, so I think the, that really learns a little bit more for how to use the technique and use the experience from the virtual race to go to the physical race. And then it, it can help you achieve much more. Sounds like you certainly made use of that COVID period in the virtual races to keep learning. So that's good. So it sounds like from this year's Hong Kong 100, you talked about being consistent. Did, was that a learning from UTMB in 2020? Was the pacing something that you mm. put more focus on this time? Yes. Actually, with just like the, some some virtual race experience, you need to have some more clear timetable what you expect to arrive in each checkpoint. That is, you need to rely on your own own pace and also, even in physical race, it's the most common mistake that is you're running so fast in the half, first half because you are so excited so many runners run with you and also sometimes you will follow some runners instead of looking after your own pace and then eventually you will feel exhausted. So I think I still using the technique and then ensure that myself, I need to run my own pace. I need to follow my time schedule. That is the what you learned in the virtual race because no one others run with you. So, so I still, in a physical race, you need to be climbed down and then you need to deliver consistently, not really have to push, pushy in the first part and then ensure that in the last part, in the Hong Kong 100, is the, um, is the time of Chan, you need to ensure you have still have a good energy before you've crossed the finish line. I think the Hong Kong 100 in particular, with that run out towards East along the road at the beginning, were you, yeah, deliberately so holding, your, <laughs> yeah. were you holding yourself back deliberately then? 
yes, actually, I still following my plan is I mean I still remain it's one hour with and five minutes is you need to still follow your pace and then ensure not follow the especially so many mainland runners because they are not maybe joined with the race before they are so running so fast in the first session so you need to follow your own pace even though someone is passing by you it's okay it's still still long 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 way to go right and there's a lot of people in the race so it's good to see so many people participating again this year so mm. just a section in Saikong along the beaches uh were you running in a group or were you quickly on your own and for the side Kong part, I still trying to some to follow someone that is similar pace with me because not intentionally to just run by myself. But I think after maybe just Yongshu or as after the bad drop one, I actually for the remaining forty five, I don't meet much people and then even meet some people, but I don't run with them actually because it's follow my own pace. But the first half, for the first half, I still run with some runners, but. I think I eventually pass a little bit more people, and then the position is growing up a little bit. But still following my own pace and not not trying to follow anyone because I this is my own result, and I need to to ensure that I can run strongly for the whole race. Right. I mean, between Hampton where CP one is mm. and Hao Tongkai for CP two, there's lots of concrete paths. So I mm. guess still quite tempting to. Go too fast along those. There's one lengthy uphill concrete path. Mm -hmm. How was your strategy at that part? Were you still looking to pace yourself? Yes, pace myself and not run. Actually, from the ham ham team to back to pack time out is actually a really steep part. I would try to run it for a little bit flatter part, but I I would not have the look not not much look around with my fellow runners and then just ensure that my heart rate is. Still constant, I can still easily afford from the from the Hamti to next checkpoint. So approaching halfway, or maybe just over halfway, we went on to Mac Three, which is getting more and more technical. I think it's getting more mm. eroded and a little bit exposed at some parts. And it was a very warm day, so I think a lot of runners started struggling at that point. So yes. how are we doing at that point? Um, I've. Of course, I we uh, I understand the how much remaining for the each checkpoint because we have and three times experience before. Also, is for the Ngao Yi Saxon that is the Mac Three is so familiar with me. I think I've run more than twenty times. I understand how much remaining, and then I need to know is what part is going to be flat. You can run a little bit, and then what part is going to have some stairs, and then you need to slow down a little bit. Remember, follow your own pace, and then understand. What is expecting for the actually for the whole Hong Kong one hundred races? For myself, I will foresee upcoming ten or fifteen minutes what the condition or what the race part of the race is going. I'm going to encounter, so I have some expectation for myself. I need to climb down and then just go ahead. And then for the yes, especially for a hot part because myself still you can have control the. How much water you consume, especially for example, for Titan is the Titan trail. Trail is a so long; it's a little bit longer than um other trap point. I need to control my how much cons water I consume, and then we need to still have try to have run because for those part is just very easy to have slow you down. 
slow you down, and then you can will may start to walk because the road condition is not so good. Sounds like very good race management from you、mm. there.、So、how did you use the drop bag at Kalinga? Did you still kind of just go through that checkpoint quickly, or did you properly、um, restock on your nutrition, for example, there? Um. Actually, from my original plan, I plan to have some some time to have some good rest. But someone told me you are the at that moment I'm the second Hong Kong people to reach the checkpoint. It's also、um, I think it's around twenty the positions. So I also met my one of the fellow and、um, the trail worker teammates, and then she rushed me, and then also I also met Wang Houchong at that at that checkpoint. So I don't spend much of the time, and then actually just. Eat some rice ball and then spend around less than five minutes and then go eventually and then try to catch catch the Hong Kong runner and also and then hope that to have some position and、um, have some catch some more other runners. <laughs> oh, at that point, I also pick up my pole. This is important because for the first part is the most mostly flat and then you expect that from the from metaphor and ongoing you must use your poles. Yeah, yeah. that's the really a. We need to be plentiful. And straight after Kailing Ha, of course, is that long climb up to Mao and Shan.、Mm. So,、yes. how did you use the checkpoints generally?、Um, do you briefly stop and eat at checkpoints, or do you try and eat on the trail? And do you try and minimize your time at checkpoints, or make use of them? Like, what's your strategy there? Yes, definitely minimize the time in during the checkpoint. I also try because the race is my target race. I actually, at that day, I don't eat much from the checkpoint. Only the fruit and the sport drinks. Remaining, I eat my myself have some congee, and during the checkpoint, and I do my my drop back. Also, much of the power gel. I don't eat much the physical food. Maybe the chips, maybe the nuts. I don't eat it because I'm not really familiar with those food. I only eat the fruit, also the the sport drinks. This is important for the sport drinks. Of course, that type is not. I'm、um, I'm not drinking so much during the training, and but half of the um sport drinks and also half mostly the water. Water is more important for me on that race. Right, so gels. Do you just pop one somewhere along the trail? Yes, um, I think for one hundred km race, I still the main energy from come can come from the gel. But for even for the longer one hundred miles, is another story. But for the Hong Kong one hundred, I also eat around fifteen fifteen power gel. Yes, around less than one an hour, we have one at least one one pack of the gel. Right, fifteen is quite a lot. <laughs> you must be I, trained. I, I even heard that I think from UTMB. I just heard from this six fifty. I even someone is even eating more much more than me. But fifteen for me is okay still from my stomach. As long as you train for it, I think whatever works for you. <laughs> yes, 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 exactly. So Kailing Ha to Gilwell is like thirteen k, including that climb up Mount Shan.、Mm. So were you able to keep consistent at that section? Yes. Um. Also, I miss also some run um some hikers down a、uh, from from that session. That is, they sometimes we know that oh you are racing for Hong Kong Rangers and then Gaiyao. This is really encouraging. And then for the whole session, still can maintain constant speed because it's still you need to grab your time and during sunlight. You know that okay, you you will run a little bit slower after the sunset. So still try to have some 
some prep more time during the start daytime to have go to the and so that you can in the last part you have more sunlight to use the shorten the time to using the headlamp i was in the race as well quite a bit further back than you but i did see a lot of hikers going jayao as well mm, yeah it's um, good even though i'm a guaylo they're still saying that so um, <laughs> it was really good actually the enthusiasm from people i mean sometimes when you're running hikers get a bit annoyed with runners but i found at the hong kong 100 the hikers were all really yes, the mfs is good yes the mfs for the hong kong 100 is good definitely was mm. so later on uh we get to golden hill road which me being a bit further behind from you i always aim to run it but i never can so tell me did you run all of golden hill road partially i usually my strategy at that point frankly speaking i can't run for the whole session but partially maybe i will just try to run three minutes and then walk three minutes I think it's also make good use of the pole. And then at the, because of the Golden Hero, I just reached Seng Wun. The next checkpoint is the is dark time. I still no need to use the my headlamp in the Golden Hero. So I hope I need to try my best to finish that part before you have some good rest in the Seng Wun. It's the last major checkpoint and then just turn on my headlamp. Um, I feel a bit better knowing you didn't run all of it either. But uh, no, I was... <laughs> truly using my headlamp by that point so you were a few hours ahead um so did you know what position you were in you said earlier at Kalingha, someone had told you like 20th overall and the top local mm -hmm. runner. yes, were yes, you, yes i think you finished about 14th right so you must have overtaken a couple of people did you know what position you were in and um, actually uh, yes i i know a little bit around is 15 16 I, at that moment but i think the point is that for the for for the front is in in front of me actually have some distance it's more than 10 minutes at that 10 minutes at least it's quite difficult to catch them if, if the distance is around more than 10 minutes i actually i will ask the volunteer and also ask the runners is try to understand oh is there any runners nearby but i think from the i just reach the same one actually just pass one runners and then subsequently just keep this actually similar pace with other runners and then cannot see any people i cannot catch anyone and also no one can catch me it's keeping the similar pace right did knowing you're in the top 20 keep you going was that a source of motivation like not wanting to lose the result mm, i just what that at that moment i just want to finish the race as soon as possible it's frankly speaking it's suffering it's tired of course not not really exhausted at that moment but i just want to try my best and then finish it and then that's it <laughs> so i don't think really much about the position and then the, the time the time I really also don't think much about it. Just want to keep my pace and then finish it as soon as possible. And that's it. <laughs> so you, you mentioned suffering. I mean, we do have Needle Hill at that point. So <laughs> yes. I have to tell myself mentally, you've done this before, you've done this before. It's not that long. It's not that long. Yeah. <laughs> how, how are your legs at that point? I think that legs is not really worse especially compared with my just my mention is utmt the race i have suffered much more in in the hong kong 100 race it's still okay because we are so familiar with the needle hill and then just keep going keep going keep going it's okay but i think the overall and because you can't find much people in in front of me and then behind me 
I just want to run faster and finish it. It's it's also become it's night time at that moment. Hope that to and then to finish it and then has and that's it. It's time. It's finished. Okay. Right. When you're feeling tired, do you have anything you're telling yourself in your mind to keep yourself um, going to manage the tiredness? And yes, at that moment, at that moment. I, I usually I would just think of the next session. I won't think much other things to ensure that I still concentrate for my session. Of course, I would think of my two daughters and wife, and I need to try to finish as soon as possible and find them. I need to finish with the same day. Yes, it's eight o'clock start, and then I hope that to finish as soon as possible and before they sleep. If I back home early, so this is one of the motivation. I hope that finish faster. <laughs> Right. So, how did you feel at the finish when you were told, I guess, that you were indeed the top local runner? Tell us、uh, how you felt crossing the finishing line. At that moment, ah, it's finally finished it. But I don't think of the really good achievements. But I, I understand is, I can achieve my plan. That is the first, first I came with to my mind. That is. Oh, I can finish and follow my schedule within the thirteen hours. Within thirteen hours and thirty minutes, this is a really a good plan for me. And then finally, I can make it for the position eventually. And I think it's a little bit fortunately, maybe. But I'm not really think of the good for the about the position. But I think I really can achieve some race that is I really satisfied with. Satisfied with my play. Satisfied with my nutrition plan. Also my my strategy. I think all the things go really smooth. And then that's it. I don't think of much of that position at that moment. Sounds like more of a relief than a celebration. It was an amazing result. <laughs> How was yes, the of reaction? Course I'm happy. How, yes, of course. It should be. How was the re- your rea- the reaction of your friends and family then? I think they are also happy, but of course they know I spend so much time on running and on trail running, and then they're. Also happy with me that is oh Jeremy has achieved a little bit more and then keep the progress. I think this is the really important. That is, I'm still in progress and I have a better and better result. Especially during the COVID during the COVID period, I just mentioned I run so much virtual races, and then after the physical race rest, physical race back, I have some really good achievement at that moment. It's really good. Yeah, that's great. So you've mentioned your wife and kids a couple of times. They must、mm. be very Yes, and I will try to balance my my spare time because I now I run to work and then back home and then run during lunch time, and then over the weekend I will try my best to squeeze the time and then also spend more time with them instead of really a long session now. But of course they are really supportive for me to join some race. You can see I've still joining a number of trail race physical race recently, so I think they're so supportive. And then my wife will. Well, allow me to do so, but of course I need to back on time, and then I need to、um, achieve my schedule, and then of course you committed what time you will be back, and then for lunch maybe, so I need to run faster. Right. It sounds like that commute run is a very good idea. I know some、mm. other runners in Hong Kong do that as well.、Um, if there's someone who's kind of similar to what you were, say in two thousand and fifteen, so running quite a bit. But still, relatively new, new learning.、Mm. What advice might you give that person? Advice? Yeah, based on what you know now, like 
eight years later and the success you've had, if you were to meet the 2015 Jeremy, what advice would you give them? I would say enjoy your running. Don't make them become a burden or don't make them don't make running or just this become your become not a really a boring thing or a burden. You need to enjoy it so that you can just run every day and also be careful and not have so much injury. You need to understand your limit and then enjoy the race. That's it. Yeah, I think that's very, very good advice. Mm. So future plans. Um, you mentioned maybe UTMB again in the future mm. or the other races as well. So any particular future goals or plans? Actually, I'm not thinking too much at this moment. And maybe because this summer I may not join any long trip to run overseas into Europe, but I will go to the Guangzhou to have another race in, in July. This is my short plan and also hope that to have some longer race in Hong Kong. In Hong Kong, actually, I hope first, first one of my plans is finish all 100 miles race in Hong Kong. That is maybe upcoming years if Hong Kong 168 and resume or maybe the golden 100 maybe what this is the one of the target maybe in 2023 sounds great well i wish you all the best with that um it's been great talking to you so thank you so much for talking us through your career for trail running and the hong kong 100 i'm sure people have learned a lot of tips from listening to you today so thank you so much thank you steve welcome 